Hey, this is Bruno. The podcast that you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please visit ProfessionalCasual.com. Now, where's my pie? The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professional casual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. We all know that Dan's not super numerate. Is this episode 78? 70? Eight. Like, I, don't hate. I keep writing things on my notebook here to take notes during the episode, and then I just don't. <laughs> I figure I'm going to remember. I'll listen to this three times eventually. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but by the time you actually listen to it when it's released, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I wouldn't say it doesn't matter because the whole thing with rain and rain in Bogenhofen was because the third time I listened to it when I was listening to it in the car with Lily was wet. I think it was during the whole unlock thing i was mm. like oh, that's what i can do and it was like the next day we played those episodes so what you're telling me is i need to break the bluetooth adapter in your car that's what i'm hearing yep so that you Why? can't listen to what? the podcast anymore so you can't do unspeakable things to our beloved npc i have no idea what you're talking about i like that i listen to it three times because then i know what's going on without with my terrible notes Mm. I don't know what you're complaining about. I take incredible notes. JB also takes incredible notes. Mine, you can actually read, though. <laughs> Fair. Uh, no, yeah. You guys take great notes for, for you, but for me, when I'm prepping things, I, I just rely on remembering what's happening. <laughs> and like, well, I edited that episode the other day. I know what's going on. Hey, I wrote down how much gold I spent at the end and Gorber. <laughs> so uh, Gerber. Notes nope. for last episode. Nope, it was Gorber. Gorber. Now it's Gorber. It's ran on my sheet. We had a mouthful of potato. Yeah. Yeah. Potato, potato. My notes for last episode were dick pics. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did <laughs> get some dick pics last episode. Dick pics. <laughs> Would you go so far as to say those were solicited dick pics? You know, yeah. I believe that they were somewhat solicited. Yes. Because we were like, send said, us stuff yeah. mm-hmm. to P.O. Box G. <laughs> Westoniana, New York. One three six one. I cut you off, Alex. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna try and make a tricky dick joke, but the time passed. So, oh, I don't think the time has ever really passed on tricky dick. <laughs> um, well, I do have to say, there's a podcast that I listen to. It's not put on by the Professional Casual Network. It's put on by Wondering. It's called Imagine Life, and the narrator like tells you like. You are blah, 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 like and like goes through your whole life story, but doesn't tell you who you are. Mm. And then you like guess. piece it together. And then at the end, they tell you who you are. And I was on a run one time. I was listening to this one. and I was like, I bet this is Richard Nixon. But then it was talking about all of the like actual positive policies that he passed. And I was like, nah, it was Richard Nixon. Yeah. 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 Didn't he do something about the environment, I think? Yeah, he had established the EPA. Yeah, EPA. Oh, that's good. Good on him. Yep. The Environmental Protection Agency. That's for No, the other one. Oh. The The Emissions Propaganda Association. (laughs) The Erotic Primitive (laughs) Anus. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. I mean, Alex knows way more about this stuff than I do, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah, no, it's interesting. He signed the like he signed the EPA, but I mean, he was under a Democratic Congress and there was a lot of public pressure. So I don't think that it was like the first thing on his to do list. Right. First thing on his to do list was being drunk and paranoid and never sleeping. Right. Yeah. Um, Like I lost because I cheated. So now I have to cheat. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. The dude had the nuclear codes and that. Just a scary time in American history. Yeah. 
He's like, EPA, that means extra possum avocados. Those are my favorite kind of avocados. Mm -hmm. They're so big. (laughs) They are. Beady eyes. Yeah, and they pretend like they're dead all the time, which is weird. And they're immune to rabies. Mm -hmm. Super cool. No, rabies. Lyme disease. Pouches. They eat ticks. Marsupials. They eat a lot of ticks. Herpes. Mm -hmm. Mm. Good job, GP. Got it. I hate those weaponized ticks that have the herpes. <laughs> I don't know how I got herpes, honey. It must have been from a tick bite. <laughs> right, Coming that, in that, that's the monster you got to make for uh, uh, WFRP what Patreon content. The weaponized tick. ticks that give you herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the good news. That's actually what the people of Vickendorf have. So. <laughs> it's just like in their head, though, weaponized ticks. I think that that fits Warhammer better than Pathfinder. So yeah. that'll be a Warhammer monster. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, super exciting to get some mail. Yeah. Yeah. Join our Patreon. I'd love to see some show. postcards from different countries. That would be amazing. Yeah. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Hex yeah. Hex yeah. And I mean, we'll talk about it here on the show. So mm-hmm. unless you want to put a thing in this, if you don't want us to talk about it, we won't. Yeah. We don't have to like mention you specifically if you don't want. But we'll assume otherwise we'll assume that mm-hmm. it's OK to share. Yep. Yeah, put put not okay to share if you or don't overshare. Want and you can send us snacks because I really like snacks. <sighs> snacks from other countries? Yeah. Like Mars bars. Right. And like Tim made these Rice Krispie treats with protein powder. That's so good. And I was like, I'm just mm. gonna have half this one. And then I was like, I'll have like two thirds of it. And then I was like, I'll have three quarters of it. And now there's literally a bite left. I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it, and then it was gone. <laughs> no, it's still there. I'm gonna unless JB eats it, I'm gonna eat it. No, I'm not so, touching it. I always joke with my students that like, you know, the the little like pet profiles that you see on Pet Finder, like, you know, yeah. they're a, a treat driven animal. That's me. I'm, I'm <laughs> treat driven. I like treats. I have a lot of, you know, motivation behind food. Because food's awesome. It's my favorite. The food is pretty sweet. I like food a lot. Yeah. I'm like Bruno. <laughs> You're not like Bruno. But I like food a lot. And, you know, my favorite foods Pies. Around the holidays. Mm. I like foods around the holidays, which are just coming up. With the holidays, we're going to be giving to our patrons by adding content. I mentioned the monster before. Every Wednesdays, every other Wednesday opposite the release of Settling the Southlands, we'll be doing uh, extra content in the form of NPCs and monsters, um, other bonus stuff like that that you can throw into your own game. Uh, it's a five dollar tier. You can choose to get stuff for Warhammer or Pathfinder Second Edition, or at the ten dollar tier, you get both. In addition to settling the Southlands, really, really excited for that. We got tons of great ideas already. JB, what was that one you were telling me about earlier today? Oh, the uh, the cat a mouse. <laughs> it's a cat and a mouse <laughs> joined <laughs> at at the tail. And Is it a cat body with a mouse head? Right. It was just a tiny little head. A cat a mouse. Cat a mouse. <laughs> and, and it's uh, the only thing that can combat weaponized ticks to give you herpes. <laughs> Disney World actually releases a bunch of cat and mouses at night to make sure that they eat all the ticks that give you herpes. Yeah. To keep the park safe. Yeah. We that was good. That. Yes. <sighs> it's funny because the first couple times you did that to JB, I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome that you guys have been talking about it. Now I realize you're just putting him on the spot to <laughs> find out what ridiculous thing. I know he's going to come with something totally foolish and it's great. Like, write that down. But like at the same time, you'd think like I wouldn't be fooled by it anymore. But right. each and every time it just gets me. Yeah. This I'm is not the first do it every time it actually <laughs> fooled me. The way he presented that, I was like, oh, he talked to him this time. <laughs> No. And then you said catamounts, and I was like, oh, he didn't think this one through. (laughs) This might not be real. (laughs) (laughs) Like the snake that eats its own tail, but it's Mm. a catamounts. Yeah, right. I'm not going to do it to JB every single episode. Once in a while to catch him off guard, you know, like like you do with the playing the theme song in appropriate times every seven or so episodes. So it doesn't seem like a pattern. Correct. Uh, it's actually a very specific number. Yes. I do it on prime numbers. That's why it happens so often <laughs> And when we first started the show. <laughs> 77 is a prime number, isn't it? It's no. by 11, silly. But 11 is a prime number. It so 77 is a prime number. Got it. 
Supernumerate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, we left off with creepy Vickendorf. This town's awesome. It's like he's yeah. starting hobo fights. Uh, yep. I, I don't know how to make poor people not poor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we are starting hobo fights. Uh, Carl got a, a special message from the GM. Well, Alex got a special message from the GM about Carl from the rock gut. Mm. Um, you might find out more about that as things progress. And uh, yeah, you're lucky you're standing there and there's three beggars fighting over some gold that you gave them. And Bruno woke up hearing this. Uh, someone's gonna get a gunning. Ah, nuts. <laughs> a gunning. You haven't fired that thing in like three days now. I know. Well, it has a it has a hairline fracture in it, and I'm like, ooh, that doesn't look good. That might be a problem for later, Bruno. Yeah, future Bruno is definitely gonna have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Somewhere down the line. Anyways, I'll wake up. I'll shoo uh, the raven off my chest. Yeah. It's like, get away from my pie. My night pie. <laughs> Wait, which one ran away again? Was it Pepe or That's was Pepe. Pepe? Oh, it was Pepe. Yeah, Pepe, Pepe did. Curtis is still right. get, get, the pigeon is gone, thankfully. Yeah. All right, those eggs were way too small to eat. <laughs> uh, you could. They just weren't very filling. All right. You have like a whole handful of them. Yeah, I'll, I'll get up, grab my gun. The weird right. part is that both Pepe and Curtis are boys so like yep. I don't know where those <laughs> eggs are actually coming from uh, me neither <laughs> it's real weird <laughs> keep magic, it magic birds aren't they uh yeah yeah I'll go to the the edge of the boat right and shake my gun at the locals he's got a gun you gotta stop now get get off my dock <laughs> wake me up you dang kids <laughs> I said get off my dock get off my dock Give me some tacos. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. They don't seem to pay any attention. They keep going. No, Bruno. You got to fire that gun. Bruno, at at the air. Right into the crowd. Air doesn't scare him. (laughs) You'll lose a corruption. Just blast him. Oh. No, don't do that. Mina, no. <laughs> it's not Mina. That's it's so Bruno <laughs> Mina loves sleeping. to shoot this gun. If you blast it at these beggars, you will also catch Lucky in the blast. But I'll let you get rid of a corruption for doing it instead of just blasting into the air. It is dark. No, this is a lot more than one <laughs> wound. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, I brought you Rice Krispies. <laughs> That that was Tim the player, right? right? This is Bruno the character, two completely different. Now, GB, did you write down what the added effect for the the damaged here was? So if I roll a seven, an eight, a nine, or a zero (laughs) on the unit dice, this thing explodes. Yeah, I doubled the the, the, uh, dangerous. Right, because he's such a benevolent GM, right? 40% 40% of the time, it happens every time. 40% no. of the time. I just want it to be known I immediately regret bringing this up. Yeah, hey, you're <laughs> so that everybody... You're knows. a lot closer to that gun than I am, so... I mean, it's going to wake Wait, up. what? Huh? You're going to get hit by it if he does this. Right, but it has a 40% chance of blowing up the boat. Oh, well, yeah. I want to blow up the boat. Just, just him. All right. And we all know yeah, that it, Bruno it, doesn't it, care about any kind of, like, self-preservation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll fire it off into the sky. I bet he would use a fate point to make it not explode, though. Oh, yeah. He won't use a fate point to save his own life. But. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. a fate point to save the gun. I could have bought a new one. So just, just gonna, oh, yeah. You So shooting it into the air, because it does have the dangerous flaw, you will have to. Wait, I thought he was shooting at us. Isn't that what gets rid of the corruption? Oh, he said he's not. Doing well, it. Yeah, he said he would shoot it into the air. But if I shoot it, Listen. It, it'd still, like, um, scare them as a black powder weapon would? Yes. Okay. I would play, though they will automatically. Well, hold on, hold on. So, like, Lucky, the player, is not going to argue this, but Tim, the player, absolutely will. He's going to let you get rid of a corruption. you got to blast him. I got... I got... uh, His corruption's not as bad as yours. Oh, that's fair. He still has a lot of... I didn't do it because I only have five. Mm. Mm. I got more than that, but... I don't know. 
Here we go. I'm not gonna do it. Okay. I, I like you. <laughs> I gotta see yeah, that like, one in. Good lord. Is that Michael Jackson here? <laughs> I'm sorry if I woke your kids. <laughs> that was so loud. Oh my god. All right, what'd you roll? All right. I will say that I did not roll <laughs> a, seven, a seven, eight, nine, or zero. Oh. There was a three in that spot. You said you you'll say you rolled that, right? Is that what you actually rolled? A thousand percent, yeah. Mm -hmm. Why would I lie? I saw what'd I you saw. roll? A ninety-three. Oh, I was going mm. to say thirty-three. But if he's not aiming for something, he's just shooting into the sky. Right. Yeah, Maybe like, I, is he going to miss the sky? I missed the sky and hit all the beggars. <laughs> uh, so this does trigger the typical dangerous quality. Damn it! Uh, not your expanded because I said oh, that okay. was only on the the the. Um, units die. All right. But That's for fine. dangerous, any failed tests, including a nine or or. Uh, nine on either. Oh, I read that wrong before. Any failed test, including a nine on either tens or units die, results in a fumble. Ah, oh, goddammit. Um, so I had changed it. So it'll be just seven, eight, or nine on the units die specifically. Right. Yeah. But because you rolled a nine on the tens die, that is still a fumble. It's a fumble? Um, jeez. I'm gonna. Yeah. I thought it just hit yourself, but apparently not. No, I'm going to fortune point that one. I can't hurt myself. That's not good. Well, it's a roll on the oops table. Yeah, I'm not going to oops that one. Are you? Oh, that's going to be worse. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, that's that's a lot worse. Oh, shit. Okay. Um. So, again, I did not roll a seven, eight or nine or zero on the units die. But is this going to be like a super easy test? Because I'm trying to hit this guy. I mean, it's just a roll because you're not aiming at something. It's just a roll to see if something goes wrong. Wait, hold on. This guy is technically uh, very close to him, right? <laughs> like point What'd blank you roll? all around. Point blank, yeah. Um, 66? Okay. So it's still... It's not, like you said, it's not dangerous. It's not dangerous. But it is a fumble. Okay. So it's still a fumble. <laughs> still a roll on the oops table. Damn it. So same result. I rolled a one. Oh, that's great. You catch a part of your anatomy. Lose one wound, ignoring toughness bonus or armor. So you hold it up in the air and the kickback of it hits you in the face. Oh. You take one wound. All right. But Mina and Carl and Dumpling all immediately wake up from the blam. And you startle the beggars and they're all just like, ah! and they see you standing there with a gun and they all run into town. Beautiful. Carl is going to jump out of the door of the crow's nest. Is, is everybody OK? Did anybody get shot on accident? I missed something. You can't take it back. Misfires. Now. Nah. If you're using a black powder engineering or explosive weapon and roll a fumble that is also an even number, your weapon misfires, exploding in your hand. You take full damage to your primary arm location using the unit's die as the effective success level for the hit, and your weapon is destroyed. I'm, and then there's a full moon, <laughs> and you have to be on the eastern bank of the right. I don't believe you. So you have six success you. levels, so your right arm takes 14 damage, and your blunderbuss explodes in your hands. I don't believe <laughs> Page 160 from the rule book. Misfire. And your, la or your first name ends in a vowel. <laughs> I almost missed it because it's below the oops table. Oh, okay. So that just means um, I'm unconscious. <laughs> well, don't forget your toughness. <laughs> and you have armor on that arm? Nope. No. No. No, because no he only has armor on his body. <laughs> oh, so you take a critical hit? Uh, let's see. Uh, no. All right, I no. gotta <laughs> subtract my toughness from this, right? Or no? Uh, uh, you take full damage to your primary arm location. Uh, it doesn't say you don't. So yes, you take you reduce it by your toughness bonus. Okay. So you all take right. ten damage. All right. So I still have four four hit points. You're but. such a good sport. I would be flipping okay. this table right now. He knows the dangers of black powder. 
it, God, he doesn't really act like it though. <laughs> so true. And so true. Instead of actually shooting it, could I just say that I yelled bang really loud? Pew pew. <laughs> I mean, do you have any resilience? You could use a resilience to change that die roll to something that doesn't result in that. <laughs> You're such a great GM. It's too bad you didn't pay five gold to have it fixed. Hey, still would have blown up here. <laughs> yeah, just buy a new one. It's only two gold. I'll fix you up. Yeah, Vickendorf definitely has blunderbusses and stuff. Yeah, if you just kill these beggars, you can get two gold, and there you go. I was hoping this was going <laughs> to happen in the mine so bad. God. All right. Well, that, all right. I'm. I'm blasted. <laughs> So you just have like pieces of wood and metal left in your hands and right. the blunderbuss is now uh, before it was damaged. Now it is broken. It is destroyed. It's like in the cartoons oh. where they just stick their finger in the barrel of a gun and right. it just explodes backwards. <laughs> Pretty much. So the blunderbuss and my spirit. That hairline oh. fracture you were talking about, it's split like that. So the end of your gun is like a banana. Mm. Banana. That's been peeled. I hate this town. <laughs> So you don't go below zero or even two zero, you said? No, I still have four hit points left. Okay. Four wounds. Yep. Yeah, Vickendorf's been a a rough place so far, but those beggars do run away from the boat. There you go. Mission accomplished. (laughs) Beggars. Bruno, thank God. That was, that was loud. They, uh, they were swarming you. They were. Why would they do that? Oh, it Treat his arm. Look at it. <laughs> it hurts so much. What do you mean? It's. Uh, I got most of the gun in me. <laughs> what? Yeah. It, it exploded. Yeah, I'll run up on. I'll run up there. Oh my God, Bruno! Yeah, burned and lacerations, and there's like gunpowder in his wound. Dumpling, get him a pie now! I'll start trying to treat him as best I can. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I'm so oh, glad no. that we came here. <laughs> hey, Tim, so just so that you know, you could probably get rid of a corruption point. <laughs> don't, so if I not, will. I absolutely will. Not always don't. on Mina. <laughs> I appreciate you taking on for the team, bud. <laughs> oh, I'm taking a lot for the team. I, I don't know. What's, what's, is, is there a deal on the table? Nah, not right okay. now. We had enough. Um, yeah, fair. So this is an average check, right? Because we're out of combat rounds. That's what normal checks are out of combat. Yeah. I still fail by one. Okay. So you heal three. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't know what you're putting on me right now, but uh, yeah, it burns. It burns a lot. Yeah. I'm just kind of. Is that more of that rock gut? Because it smells faintly berry. Uh, it is. It's an antiseptic. Oh. I, honestly, probably one of the better ones here. And I'm using my dagger to kind of just flip out big chunks of gun from his arm. Bruno, make a average uh, willpower test. Ooh, that's on the line. All right. Rolled a 46. Average is what? Plus 20. Plus 20. Shoot. My willpower? Is it 41? I got it. Oh, yeah. In your face, GM. I mean, maybe it was a good thing if you I mean, failed. it was in know. my face and blew up. And So uh, I'm assuming by the, the extent of the, his wounds here, I'm going to take out that um, I think I have one healing draft left. Uh, wow. Yes. And no, I have two left, but I, I will give him one. Oh, wow. Um, to try to patch him up, because not only uh, at this point, I don't assume that he understands that that gun is blown up and is inside him. So <laughs> I will absolutely pour that down his throat like it is not an option. All right. So you, you uh, also heal your toughness bonus okay. from that. All right. uh, oh, my God. Oh, this tastes like spit. Why does this taste like spit? Oh, I spit in it. Oh, OK. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> That's gross. But the, it, you seem like you're doing a lot better, though. Yeah. Uh, something happened. I you, don't know. You saved me. Right. There was they were all swarming you. They were. Was that like a party or something? Is that a fiesta? Um, yeah, I was in fiesta. They were jumping me into a gang, actually. Uh. So that's why it looked like that. 
Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad that I could save you from that. Yep. I I, t- I tried telling him. Listen, I'm already in a gang. I'm, I'm on a boat. Right. I, I have a captain. I, I can't I can't follow someone else's orders. Bruno's uh, bruisers. Bruno Bruno will not take kindly to that. Right. So that's when they that's when we got in that scuffle. There's only one captain on this ship. That's right. That's right. It's you. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I I, I can't uh, tell you how much I appreciate you trying to save me there. I I need a new gun. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly a lot of your personality. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at all the pieces scattered about the deck. Yeah, it's all over the place. Some of them like wedged into the wall, the gunwale. Mm. That was really you. that was really impressive. Uh, yeah, I, I packed were... a lot more gunpowder in there than I should have. Yeah. Um, I thought like more gunpowder, bigger bang. I mean, um, and that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but like that seems to. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have put that whole pie in there, too. <laughs> Aren't you a doctor? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a, I'm not a gun doctor is, is what I meant. I'm not a, I think they call them engineers. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Right. Correct. Oh, man. Well, everybody's awake now in the middle of the night. Good. So. I go walking down the street. So I think my watch is over. Oh, the next line. <laughs> so I'm, uh. <laughs> pack her on in, I think. Uh, Carl, uh, think you're, think you're yeah. up. Yep. Nothing, yep. nothing like uh, you know, a really efficient way to wake <laughs> people up for their shift. Well, I think the upside is not gonna get woken up like that for at least a little while. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's accurate. Meanwhile, I'm like so sadly like picking up broken pieces <laughs> of my gun, whimpering, muttering to myself. It's you gonna put it back together when you find all the pieces? Uh, yeah, for the, for the for as much as I could. Yeah, you know, it's really an analog for you. Bruno has been broken by some of his previous experiments, uh, previous experiences, mm-hmm. like physically. Uh, he, he's lame and this gun is is also broken. Yeah, yeah, and it's like poetry and an explosion. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, dude. At least you did what you tried to do. You scared the beggars away. Oh, God, I scared them away. Uh, I could have thrown a potato. It's <laughs> <laughs> like he could have, like, kicked them and made them run away. I tried. Oh, uh, man. I don't have melee brawling. You tried to break it up. Yeah, I guess that didn't work. Uh, all right, so uh, you guys can go back to bed if you want. Try to get some more sleep while Carl takes his watch. I don't think I'm going back to sleep. So you spend the night muttering to yourself, trying to find pieces. Carl keeps watch. You don't see any of the beggars come back the rest of the night. So Carl, Mina and Lucky can roll for um, wound recovery overnight if needed. I'm good. Uh, Bruno, if he doesn't go back to bed, is not going to get that full night's rest. No, he's going to try as hard as he can to, like, put this gun back together, like trying to put a jigsaw together, like upside down. Um, so you stay up too much of the night. You don't get the wounds back and you're going to have a fatigue condition. Yeah. All right. Lucky, you're also going to have a fatigue condition. Uh, on top of my other fatigue condition? No, you just don't heal your fatigue condition. Oh, okay. I forgot you had one already. Yep. And the next morning, you hear some kind of like a rooster, but it sounds a little off. Like the rooster's flat. Yeah. We have flat roosters here. <laughs> All right. Oh. You know, I don't smell coffee. Isn't there normal coffee? Someone making coffee in the morning? No coffee anymore. <laughs> only sadness. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there is no coffee, only Zool. I filled your rainbow up, though, with my tears. <laughs> oh. Uh, Bruno, I haven't... <laughs> seen you awake at this this early you did you not you went back to sleep right i didn't sleep all night no no i was too sad heartbroken 
over the loss of my love. Something happened? Did you get news of your family? The gun. The gun. It exploded and it's all over. And Oh, there's another piece over there. Oh, God. We can get you a new gun, Bruno. Oh, okay. Uh, does does Vickendorf have a, a armory? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> no, they don't. Oh, God. Oh, all right. Oh, Bruno. Look, you would know the only shop in town is a building right next to the inn, and it was closed before you had left town even. Um, I mean... <laughs> There's there's a place right next to the shooting star uh, uh, <laughs> uh, armory. Oh it's yeah, not a, it's a, it's not an armory. No, oh. I just thinking about what you said earlier. It's still funny. Um, there's a store though. Maybe, I, I guess maybe someone sold a gun there before and they didn't know what it was. No. Uh, we could check it. We could check. If nothing else, I still got my whip. That's true. All right. I just snap that limply with my weak hand. <laughs> Fatigue. Um racking my body. You really probably should have should have tried to rest a little bit last night. That's all right. Prune doesn't care anymore. I don't know. Let's let's go to your farm, see if there's some fine cricket. Maybe uh yeah. Maybe follow some clues. Maybe, maybe he's there with the Iltalka. And um, you know, I, they they said he probably wasn't back at the farm. He might have gone to Castle Vickendorf. Uh, who, you know, maybe the town's too poor for munitions. But I'm sure the castle has an armory hmm. and the temple. Maybe we hit up the temple. Pray that there's a gun at Castle Vickendorf, and then you know that Sigmar has provided for you before. Yeah, certainly use the luck. All right, let's go. All right, uh, uh, dumpling. What do you want? Breakfast first? <sighs> no, I'm too sad to eat. <gasps> but I made breakfast pies, and I'll take one for the road. <laughs> All right, take two. Tasty pastries. You can get a resolve bag. Put one in my pocket. I'm not even going to eat it now. <gasps> you don't get a resolve bag. Tastes like sadness. Sand in my mouth. Oh, so what's the plan this morning? Where are we headed to? Uh, I think maybe the the shop first. Maybe see. Yeah. Well, off chance. Maybe shop they... first. And then the Sigmarite Temple. So. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should ask around if anybody has seen Italica. Or did you do that while you were in the tavern? Yeah, I asked if they had seen uh, Cricket um, because I'm pretty, I'm like 99% certain that if my dad was with her that, you know, if they saw one, they would have saw the other. But did I specifically ask if anyone saw Atalka or anyone that looked like her? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. You did describe her very accurately at the end. I did. And he did not seem to know her. Yeah, so uh, as far as I'm aware, they haven't seen anyone with two eyes that's ugly. That's as far as you narrowed it down? Well, no, I asked, like <laughs> I said, I'm, like I said, I'm pretty certain that Atalka's with my father and they hadn't seen my father. So, you know, in a roundabout way, I asked, but no, I didn't. Maybe, maybe we should do that since that, I think that's why we came here, right? I, uh, yeah, I think that's, I think I, yep, yep. Yeah, I, I slipped my mind. So we're heading back into town. Heading back into town, gonna uh, check out that that store. Maybe they have something that'll perk Bruno up because he's not eating, and that's really concerning. Quite. All right. So you head in the town. You go past the inn to mm -hmm. the shop, and you can see right away that this has been closed for business for some time. The windows are all boarded up. The the door on the front of it is kind of hanging loosely. If you you can push the door right open, no problem. But you can see like there used to be there's shelves in here. They're all dusty. Nothing's been on them for a long time. Pick clean long ago. Just just kind of to humor Bruno, I'll, I'll knock on the door as it falls off or opens or whatever. <laughs> just like, hello, is anyone in here? No answer. Rats scurry around. Uh. 
Uh, a second time. This is the time where you now s announce your presence. And nothing's there. Oh, I don't think there's anyone here. This is a dead end. It does say it is now home to a quickly diminishing population of rats. Oh. Wait, a quickly diminishing population of rats? Yeah. Even because, they're not surviving well here. Wow. Because the people are eating them. Well, they would if they could get their hands on them, for sure. Ran out of oh potatoes. God. Right. Potato, so. Potato. Yeah, so this is, yeah, so this is kind of a dead end. We should probably hit up that temple. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The rats might be a little bit better there. I head over to the Temple of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. So you can see on the map there you cross a little bridge over a small tributary that leads into the Reich. And the temple itself is by far the largest building in town. I'm going to jump to a different um, foundry page to show a better image here. Oh. You see, it, it's a, it was once a nice building, stonewalled, um, kind of plastered. There's a golden dome at the top, uh, but clearly in disrepair. Mm. and has not had any kind of upkeep for quite some time. Even the twin-tailed comet on the top half of the comet has broken off and impaled itself into the golden dome below it. See, see, Bruno, even in uh, uh, the darkest of situations, Sigmar is here. All right. And I flick my whip just a little bit. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. We're getting somewhere. <laughs> A step in the right direction. Maybe, maybe take a bite of that pie. Maybe it'll, uh, you know, almost like a communion. Mm. Duh. I almost want to like have that bottle of rock cut. I'm, I'm sure uh, Carl hasn't finished it yet. But uh, no, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rock cut it just yet. Not gonna rock cut it. Can we knock on this door? Yeah, yeah. We can, we can do anything you want, Bruno. Okay. You knock on the door and it, uh, the double doors here from the front of the building, you knock on it and it slowly swings open a little bit or not locked. Hello? Yeah. You poke your head in and you see, uh, initially you see this relatively small room. It's a foyer. This antechamber contains only a broken wooden offertory stand, uh, which doesn't even have an alms tray on it anymore. And the, there are frescoes on all four walls that depict famous scenes from the life of Sigmar. Mm. Look like they were painted with a deft hand, but covered in dust. Wow. See, see, Bruno, there's, um, you know, that guy you like. Oh, our blessed Sigmar? Yes! Uh, yeah. yeah. It's gotta put some, you know, oomph in your poomph or whatever. Oomph in your poomph. It's like whoever I don't know this is pretty good. I don't know if you can leave an offering here, but maybe we just dust off some of these Sigmar stories. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a good idea. What's up this good? You can, it's not too much dust in here, uh, but you can clean them off a little bit. Just wipe your hand across and you'll get a little there's a thin layer of dust you can clear off. Uh, and then, of course, across the way from the doors you enter, there's another set of double doors leading further in. Let's open those up. Lucky he's gonna wipe off those those murals and like the whole time like be nodding and smiling at Bruno. Like, See, See doing. <laughs> See, look, we're we're doing a good job, Bruno. All right. So you enter those double doors and you see a large sanctuary type room here. Pretty typical for a smaller temple. There's a large altar that stands on a raised dais at the southeastern end of the temple. It's behind a stone statue of Sigmar. And the god's right hand is raised up as though in blessing. Far corners of the dais are two lanterns on stands that are burning. Hmm. So there is a bit of light in this room, even though there aren't many windows. Hmm. There's a vaulted ceiling is decorated with an elaborate script in a language that neither Bruno nor Lucky can read. Oh. We would recognize it as classical. So it has some similarities to Reichspiel, but it's not, you know, it's just a little bit different. Okay. Hmm. Where's Heinrich when you need him? Right. <laughs> so I mean, the, the torches are still lit. That's that's a good sign, right? Sig Looks like someone's home. Sig Sigmar provides, I think. You're uh, this is like your deal right now. This is uh, like your whole thing. Yes, Sigmar. I take the necklace that she's got and like Sigmar. 
I hold up the deep one that I bought too. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> so as you guys step into this room, you do feel something. You're not sure what it is, but you almost feel like you step through like some kind of barrier other than the doorway. You're not sure how to describe it. Uh, you do see on that little altar on the raised dais, there is an open book Ooh. as well as something else next to it. Oh, is it like kosher to get up on there or is that like a big faux pas? We can, this has been this place has been abandoned for some time. OK, so you figure whatever you say abandoned, but there are lit torches, right? Mm hmm. Well, it's, they're probably magic. It's like church torches, right? They could like never go out or whatever. Sure. Uh, also something Dan is telling us, so right. I don't trust I, it. I don't think so. Well, but, uh, I'll make a, the sign of the twin tail comet over my heart. And uh, as we pass through the opening and um, if nothing else jumps out of us, right? Head up to the altar and see what this book is about. Yeah, nothing jumps out at you. So you go up to the altar. You see it's a book. Um, pretty standard. You'd find in a Sigmar temple and it tells stories of the, the legend of Sigmar, things that he did in his life. You also see there is a key on the altar next to the book, and you see there's an old parchment sticking out a little bit from underneath the book. Hmm. What's the parchment say? If Bruno would like to read it, he can. Bruno can't read. He's just faking it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it says, and all those who venerate chaos shall tremble in despair. For when the dwarves return to Zeon and a twin-tailed comet fills the sky through the chaos gates be open, the mutant hordes shall die. Amid a host of warring brothers, a standard is unfurled, a rallying man and dwarf behind it in the ending of the world. Oh, is this like one of the blurbs on the back of a Gotrek and Felix book? Um, kind of, yeah. <laughs> so you read this to the rest of the party. Yeah. The lanterns in the corners dim and then flare brightly. And the statues behind the altar's eyes glitter with intelligence and life. I didn't it do it. It says, that hour is fast approaching. Will you be ready? And I snap my whip. I'm like, I will. And it says, I shall give you a sign. Go now and find the source of the chaos which warps my lands. And you feel a blessing of Sigmar over you. And you gain the best blessing of might. What? Plus 10 strength right. for an hour. Dang. Oh. The lanterns dim and then flare up again. The statue looks normal. You are fully healed of wounds. <laughs> All right. Oh. And you feel empowered by Sigmar and you're going to gain a plus 10 bonus to any fear test you might take in the next 24 hours. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, kind of gets rid of like uh, a little of this char on my face. <laughs> the gun was really in here. All the <laughs> <long>. time. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Sigmar. Yeah. Yeah, Carl's kind of, uh, you know, he appreciates this a lot, having experienced a little bit of uh, divine intervention in this world. Goes to Bruno and says, you've been, you've been touched by, by one of our gods. This is very fortunate. I, I, I do feel empowered. Uh, this... Definitely requires a a mighty sacrifice. And uh, uh, as I go out, I'll eat a pie and I'll put the other one on the offering table. <gasps> wow. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. wow. All Say right. Praised. If you aren't full, GB, I'll let you restore a fortune point for that. Oh, all right. I am not full because I spent one trying to save the gun. <laughs> it made it so much worse. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, what does it appear this key goes to? It looks like a standard key. Like to one of the, Could, to a door? Yeah. Probably to a door. Are there any doors in this room? 
Yes, you can see on on both the eastern and western walls there are doors. Uh, do you do anything with this parchment you found, Bruno? I'll, um, yeah, I'll tuck it in a, a shirt pocket, right? And uh, I mean, this has definitely had like some sort of blessing upon it. So like, this might be uh, some sort of parchment that could be like fashioned into a purity seal. Maybe that I could like attached to my coat. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. Cool. Maybe once I find someone that's pure of heart and uh, a devout Sigmarite like myself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> You're devout now. I, I literally thought you were going to use it as a napkin. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we can check out some of these uh, other doors. Yeah, sure. Which way do you want to go? I mean, he's got the key. To the left, to the left. So head to the west. Yes. I don't think you need to reference anything. Nope. Just let us in. He's probably just figuring out what kind of fabulous treasure for us is behind these right. doors. You know, I think that that might be the case. Is um, it going to be a new coach for Bruno? Mm, you know? Mm. <laughs> just a coach. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of empty glass bottles for Lucky. Wow. Yeah. Just a whole pile of dead rats already organized into their own wet, yeah. wet bags. Yeah. Uh, a whole new sticker sheet for uh -huh. Mina. <gasps> All right. So you see a bit of a room here. To, immediately to your right as you go through that door, there's another doorway. To your left, there's a doorway, and in front of you, what do you see, Mina? There's some blood on the floor. It looks like a bunch of dried blood. That's so weird. Anything else in this room? Just some blood on the floor. So you, you step forward to look, peer some more around that wall. Oh God, I guess so. I'm gonna have my shield up. You draw your sword as well. Yeah. Alrighty, Mina. So, do you need backup? Um. Yes. I. I think. Uh. I always feel a little bit more emboldened when my friends are with me and there's some blood in here and it looks like some kind of a, a, a table with a body on it. Ah, oh, blood. Oh, that's that's no good in a temple of Sigmar. All right. Well, have to check this out. Yes. What is this? What am I looking at? So in here, strut up there, what looks like this is a room where like corpses would be prepared mm. before a burial. Okay. But here it looks like this, there's a, a lot of blood on the floor, but it mm -hmm. looks dry. It's old, like kind of browned at this point. Okay. And on a table here, be like an undertaker's table, there is a old body left. Hmm. There's not much left. It's mostly skin or mostly bones, tiny bits of rotted, uh, completely rotted flesh dried up, stuck to it. Okay. Uh, but you see that blood trail is leading to that door to the north. All right, I'm going to try that door. It is unlocked. You open it up. Yep. They obviously already had a wizard here. Mm -hmm. You see the blood trail follow stairs down. Everybody. You see the stairs curve around a corner to the right out of sight. There are stairs downstairs. Should we uh, go down or should we continue looking up here? Ah. Uh like to see if there's anything else on this level before we head to the basement. Okay. What about the other door in this room? Across the way there. Mm -hmm. uh, it is unlocked. Okay. You, can you open it up. Yep. You see a small, like, storage room. Anything good? Visions yeah. that we could take back to the boat? Mm-hmm. Hmm. More spices or herbs. It's just a little storage room. It, it, it has uh, a bunch of empty crates and barrels. You feel, it looks like it was picked clean a long time ago. Mm. Ah. Bummer. Okay. That's okay. Uh, oh, we wouldn't have to pay for a dumpling barrel. Mm. So uh, in that room with the table, says there are various ceremonial bowls and robes that lie smashed and torn about the floor. Hmm. All the bowls are smashed? Yes. There's no intact bowls? Yeah, it looks like Link has been here. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> that just smashes all the bowls, man. What the <laughs> hell? It's a perfectly good bowl. I'm just going to smash it. <laughs> Cut all your grass and steal your rupees. Right. All right, what about um, on the other side of the the bigger room? That door right there. So you guys letting Mina do the exploring at the I mean, moment, or? I would hope that I would be following her. Uh, you know, just yeah. again, making yeah. sure that she is safe and covered. Yeah, if Mina's gotten her sword out, 
Carl's gotten his boat hook out. Oh, we brought the boat hook. We're serious. Yeah, last time we got off the boat, it would have been helpful to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't, definitely have a quarter staff out. Can't just punch all your problems, Carl. Yeah. Can't punch everything to death in the hand. And I probably have the special staff, too, because I don't really want to leave anything of value on the boat. Mm. Makes sense. Uh, you open up that door and you see a hallway. Okay. A door at the end of the hallway and a door on either side of the walls. I'm going to try the southern door. Hmm. The southern door. Alrighty. It is unlocked. Open her up. You see in the hallway here, there's a slight trail of dried blood that led into this room. Mm-hmm. And it looks like an old kitchen. Oh. It says it was once plainly furnished with items that might be found in any Reikland kitchen. This room is now filthy. Cupboards have all been ransacked and the crockery smashed. Why, why smashing the crockery, man? Why are they smashing the crockery? Ah. Dan just rolled dice and it makes me nervous. What are you talking about? You do. Uh, you see a group of rats chewing on a pile of bones in the corner. The blood leads to. Oh. Uh, Lucky, can you look at these bones and tell me if it was human or animal? Oh, yeah. I'll go up More there. Recent. You take a step in and the rats all scurry away from the bones. Uh, make a challenging heal test. Uh, zero success levels. Uh, these are human bones. Um, oh. These are human bones. Shit. Okay. Mm. Looks like the cook didn't make it out of here alive. <laughs> Good one, Bruno. Clever. Mm. Tell you what. I take um, some of those bones in my dry bag. Okay. They're about, pretty old. They're yeah. quite dry. The door to the north. Or the north is unlocked. Are there any herbs left in this kitchen? You, you don't find anything but dust. Not even crumbs. The rats got all those. Damn rats. Room to the north is a an old bedroom. It says this room was once simply furnished with a plain cot, chest for clothing and other belongings, and a shelf bearing for books and religious images. Hmm. It is now a complete mess. I've been ransacked. Looks like at one point... There was a small fire in here that didn't last long. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. And you do see a big window next to the bed. Hmm. It's the first room you've seen with uh, the room with the big table and it had a window as oh, well. OK, I'm going to look out the window. Uh, you see. A little the hill stretches up a little bit uh, outside of town and you see the forest not too far away. OK, is there a graveyard in the back of this church? Not that you see from here. Mm-hmm. You assume most towns have their own graveyard, though, so it would make right. especially if they had a place to prepare bodies, you would mm-hmm. assume there's a graveyard somewhere. Lucky. Has this place always been this, I don't know, uh, depressing? All right. Uh, it seems like a, a temple of Sigmar like this would be grander um, in days past. I mean, grand, I don't think is ever a word that would have been placed on it, but... I mean, over the last few years, now it's certainly, you know, I guess gone into a little bit of disrepair. I honestly would have figured that they would have replaced the priest by now. The fact that they haven't, even since I've been gone, is, I guess it tracks. Hmm. Hmm. All right, I want to check out that last doorway at the end of the hallway. Okay. It's locked. I'm going to unlock it. You have the key. It fits the key. right in. Click. It opens up. Mina puts the key in the keyhole and it clicks and she looks back at Lucky and like, Winks and then opens the door. Well, I, oh, magic. I did that myself this time. You did. <laughs> I give her a silver. <laughs> I'm going to start a hobo fight now. <laughs> uh, as you turn the key and it locks, you feel something else uh, break. Lucky, you see a spell breaks on the door. What? With your second sight. Okay. You didn't realize it before, but as she turns the key, this was some there was some kind of spell cast on this door. Mina, um something's uh I don't know. What? I unlocked the door myself. I did not need you to do your doctor thing to it. I think that's a setup. Uh there was there was some type of wind or something uh, something magic happened even though you just did it regular style are you saying oh, am, 
eye magic now? Did yes. I just do, did I just, oh no, did I just do magic? You just did magic. And I am unlicensed. You are. Oh no. Herman kicks the door in. <gasps> Wizard! <laughs> no! Witch! Uh, you see across the room from the door you just came in is a uh, another large window mm-hmm. that illuminates this room since it is still morning. I said you see a large writing desk with equipment for illuminating manuscripts, shelf after shelf of scrolls and books, which don't appear to be in any particular order. You see lots of stuff here. Mina, hold on. Before you go in there, come over here. Bring me that key. Okay. I take Griggs off my head and I point him at the key. Does he quack? No. All right. I thought the key was magic at first, but and I point him at the door. Does he quack? No. All right. It's something else. There's some other type of magic thing going on here. The key's not magic and the door's not magic, but some type of spell just went off or, or broke or got dismantled or, or something. We, you need to be really careful here. Okay. Griggs, you sent something, let me know. All right. Good. Be quick. Good boy. Okay, so anything else of note here? I cannot read, so scrolls are nothing to me. I do not care. Yeah. Are there scrolls here? Uh, we yeah, can check the desk and oh, for this room has been locked. And it's not ransacked like the others. Oh, fantastic! Perhaps there's some kind of like correspondence from yeah other priests of Sigmar. See what's going on. Something. In this place. Oh yeah. Perhaps we can find out why they have not resupplied. Seems weird. Yeah, I'll start digging through papers and stuff. Is there anything that seems like obviously uh, magic writings? Yeah. <laughs> Not magic, no. Oh, okay. But you do see a bunch of writings about Vickendorf. Well, I know there was no actual magic writings. Greg didn't tell me anything. Right. I'm going to be looking at scrolls, but I'm going to be specifically looking for symbols that hurt my eyes. Okay, fair. Bruno, you going to read I can't read, but stuff? I know yeah, what that means. We'll read through some things, yeah. Okay. So you guys take some time in here. It's still morning, so you, have plenty, you feel like you have plenty of time to, yeah. to really dig in. You, you, you feel like there might be something important here. Um, you find records of the town, including centuries of harvests, births, deaths, marriages, and so on. Oh. All kinds of records. Um, you see pretty quickly that up until about 100 years ago, the area produced crops in abundance and was famous for fine wines. Oh. Which doesn't seem doesn't ring a bell for Lucky. As far as you know, the town's never been known for that. Literally never heard of that before. Uh, the brother of the local baron, Dagmar von Wittgenstein, you know, the... the the castle's named after, mm-hmm. was renowned as an astronomer and suspected of researching sorcery. He disappeared for a while on an expedition into the barren hills. Mm-hmm. He returned alone bearing a large lead-lined crate. The next harvest was a disaster. The crops failed completely, and wine from even the finest vineyard turned sour. With each succeeding year, things got worse. Peasants began to leave in the area, and those who stayed slowly starved. More recent history you find... The storm of two years ago that Herbert talked to you about the night before at the inn. Mm -hmm. Since its effects echo the decline that occurred after Dagmar's return to the castle. After the storm, the malaise afflicting the land clearly escalated. There's uh, reports of animals mutating and people even and warped vegetation. And the entry stop uh, dated about six months ago. Hmm. Which I misspoke a bit yesterday when Herbert told you about the priest dying. He it would have been six months ago the priest died, not two years. Oh, okay. Still, well, six months is a lot. And so, basically, from this, I'm getting something horrible happened. The guy brought something back from the barren hills and was not good, and they've been on decline ever since. Correct. So again, nobles are the root of all evil. Yeah. Probably. Down with the patriarchy. Again, I don't think it's the nobles per se. Stick it to the man, Bruno. The man. Was there another door on the other end of this uh, room here? Nope. It oh. seems to be kind of like a dead end. Oh, okay. okay That's a, probably a window. Oh, a window. There. Gotcha. I suppose we shall go down those stairs and follow the blood trail. Yeah. And- Anything else on this desk or in the bedroom that uh, would be of interest? Not, nothing. You don't find anything else of interest. All right. Um, well, 
Some kids probably broke in here and wrote all this. Um, we've never had wine here before. Oh. Well, this is a hundred years ago. Yeah, this is. You are not a hundred. He kind of counts on his hands real quick. No, not quite that old. <laughs> so perhaps before you were born, there was wine here. I guess. There must have been something here for the place to be settled at all. I don't know. It's always kind of seemed like this to me. But then mm. again, you know? Yes. We didn't exactly live in the center of town either. True. Mm. Mm. Oh, the basement. So head down the stairs. Yeah. All right. Uh, so who's going down first? I will. Mina's being very brave today. I like it. So you head down the stairs. They turn to the right. They turn to the right again. Kind of double back on themselves as you head down. You see a relatively large room with a strange mechanism in the center. Down here, it is dark. Actually, you don't see anything yet because the, there's no light at all down here. Oh. Yeah. Does anybody have a torch? No, but there's a bone on there that looks like a dick. Yeah, it does look like a dick. <laughs> so much like a dick. It's that one right there. Oh my there. god, it does. That's really funny. Look at that long donger. Mm. <laughs> See, That's I'm like still... two yards long, by Wait, the way, too. Like I'm... That'll feed a beggar and a dog. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <Yep>. well. <laughs> does anyone have light source? I've got a tinderbox, but... Uh... Why don't we grab oh, one of those torches? Yeah, get one yeah. of the magic lanterns. Uh, yeah, you could bring one of those down here. Stays lit. Sigmar guide me. Who's holding the torch? Is Mina holding it with her one hand and sword in the other kind of thing? No, she needs the um, shield in one hand, sword in the other, and I think I can hold a, a whip in one hand and the torch in the other. Yeah. So you're going to be right behind her? Yeah. Okay, so put everybody I down. I was going down as well. Mm-hmm. I lost Carl. Such there he is. Idea. So down in this room, it's dark. So you said this, uh, the mechanism in the center is weird? Yeah. So you notice gnawed bones all over the floor. There's something so bad in here. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's going to be an engorged chick. This has <laughs> given me some some big Bogenhofen vibes. Mm-hmm. Preach, brother. Not to correct Mina, you. This is... This is your, this is like what you're all about now. Yes. I only wish I had my hat to make it more official, but I don't need a hat to tell me who I am. Exactly, Mina. <laughs> you know, I've, I've never been prouder of your development before. That's one of the truest things you've ever said. A hat doesn't define you. Yeah. A tiara kind of does, but only in a good way. Right? I feel like the tiara is like uh, disarming. Like someone will see me and say, oh, look at that pretty princess. And they get blinded by the light reflecting off the jewels. And then I will see that shish kebab them. Uh, Curtis does like the hat for his new nest. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's kind of made himself uh, a little hovel there. All right. So you see some it's almost like a mechanical mechanism. Uh, everybody looking at it can make an average intuition test. Intuition. Checking and see. I rolled a seven. All right. I made it with one Ooh. success level. Yeah. 78 says no go. Five success levels. Uh, so one negative success level. Ah, so Mina and Lucky look at this and you figure based on where you went down the stairs, this seems to be directly below the altar. Something about like it looks like uh, it goes up into the ceiling above you and the altar is in that same spot. Something makes you think maybe the altar can be lowered down here for some reason. Oh. Well, you see, beyond this room, there's a hallway that extends to the left, the east. Are there any, like, levers or anything on this that I could pull to see if it would lower the altar down? Not that you see around here. Do we recall there being any up by the altar upstairs? Nothing that you noticed. Huh. Hmm. I'm check around this corner quick and then go up sure. and try to play with that? Yep. All right, you look around the corner and you see another long hallway with a bunch of burial niches. A lot of dried blood on the floor. End of the dark hallway. Your lantern doesn't quite reach. It just keeps getting darker, darker, darker. Hmm. All right, so the burial niches make sense. This is where they would bury like their priests and whatnot. But all the blood on the floor doesn't make a lot of sense. It's really dry, so it's probably pretty old. 
Yeah. I mean, the rats picked that other cook clean. Are there still like I mean, bones and stuff all over the place? There's uh, the, broken bones all over the floor. Yeah. If the journals was stopped from six months ago, that maybe something really bad happened here months ago. Oh yeah. Those are some big niches. As you walk along this hallway and, and kind of peer at these niches, Bruno. Yeah. You notice that there is one that hasn't been broken into. Huh. Oh. The rest are all broken. Looks like the bodies have been like looted. Put the torch up next to that one. You see that there is a plaque on the outside of it and the words of it glow. Ooh. But only Bruno sees this glow. Long words. It says, Here lieth the body of Siegfried von Kesselring, local servant of Sigmar, an honored Templar and man of courage. May his soul find everlasting peace. Okay. Maybe we'll find out why that those words are glowing next time. Why are they only going for Bruno? I know. Duh, you know. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games, where we go head to head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing through the enemy within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that could be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual.